Shalom. Welcome back to Exercising Your Faith Podcast. I am your co-host, Anita Armstrong, and I will be bringing you on a word today. And I'm going to tell you this. I am just, all I can do is just laugh. All I can do is just chuckle. All I can do is just continue on having a great and awesome time in the Lord, any and everything that I do. Because as you guys know, we are in that, that place where we're in our quantum leap. You know, we're going through the next level. Many of you have written in via email, text message, conversations, talking about how opportunities have presented themselves to you. You didn't go out looking for these opportunities. You weren't even in in the mindset of whatever it is that came to you. And then the next thing you know, God is like, this is where you need to be. This is where you're going to next. And I love the fact that we're not super nervous we you know we've been expecting this we've been preparing for this and i love the responses that you guys have been giving uh, that you have been sharing with us here at exercising your faith podcast you are moving boldly and you're trusting god you're waiting on god whether it leads to what you think it's going to lead to or whether it leads to something totally different either way you know god's got you amen and that goes right into the lesson that I have today, the message that I was studying and reading, I was really going in a different direction. And just like I shared with you, God said, oh yeah, that little piece right there, that little bitty sprinkle right there. Yeah. Pull that out. And that's what I want you to talk about. I was studying something else, you know, God was leading me down another path. And I said, oh, okay, well I saved what I had. And maybe that's for a different audience. Remember that when you're in ministry, you know, it's God gives you the word for who he has waiting on that word. So I truly believe that maybe, you know, that lesson is for po- for the podcast at another time, or maybe that's for, you know, when I'm teaching at church, or maybe that's for when I'm just having a conversation. I don't know, but the message on today is called run forest run. Amen. Run forest run. Have you guys ever seen that movie it was back in 1994 and it was called Forrest Gump right and in that movie if you've seen it some of you are are, weren't born yet being honest but uh, if you've ever seen that movie and if you haven't I, I I urge you to go watch it it has so much in it like any and everything comedy drama war I mean there's so much in that movie amen and it's called Forrest Gump And in that movie, Forrest Gump, we see the theme, which is a lot of running, a lot of running, whether Forrest is running to something, he's running away from something. And the majority of the movie is he's trying to get the character Jenny off of his mind, right? And in the end, we see that, well, I'm not gonna gonna share all that. You need to go watch the movie. But the theme of that movie is running, 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 running. And so as I was preparing and I was reading something else, like I said, I start thinking about Forrest running, you know, just running that scene where he comes out of the house and he turns the, you know, and starts running down the street and the actor is uh, Tom Hanks. And I was thinking to myself, I never really realized how fast this man was running, but I'm like, I wonder if he trained for that part because he was running, he was fast and he had form. I used to run track and I was like, you wouldn't think that of this particular guy. Maybe he had a stunt double or whatever, but his form and the way he ran, he was like gliding down the street and real, you know, that he had to run down the street. And so 
I began to think about us. I began to think about life. I began to think about how there's times when we're doing what we're doing, whether we're happy, whether we're trying to pull through, whether we're just, you know, waiting on God or whether we're frustrated and tired or whatever it is, there comes a time when we get up, we drop everything and we run. Amen. And it made me think about this phrase called self-defeating prophecy. Self-defeating prophecy. And yes, you heard me correctly. Self-defeating prophecy. And I had never heard of that term until I, like I said, I was just reading and a self-defeating prophecy involves a person hearing a prophecy and rebelling against it to make it not come true. Amen. You hear about people saying, oh, you know, I was told ever since I was a little kid, I was going to be a pastor. I was told ever since I was this, I was going to do that. I was told I was going to be just like this. Or my dad used to love music and and, and I didn't want to be anything like him. I have one. I was like, I don't want to be anything like my father. I will never go into the military. So much so that I was like, I will never go into the military. And then when it was happening, I was like, well, I will not go into the Air Force. That is why I went into the Army. I refused to go into the Air Force. I refused to be anything like my father. And so what ended up happening is all of the, you know, I'll I'll say this, like he has a lot of great qualities outside of the parts I was looking at. And I am a lot like my dad, a lot like him. So much so that I just pulled on that and used it to be the best that I can be. Amen. I said, well, I'm going to be positive about it because it is what it is. I used to detest when people say you look like your father. On the inside, I was screaming, revolting, pushing up, falling down, rolling over and all that. But on the outside, I smiled and I just didn't say much else because I wanted the conversation to be over really quick. That's just just an idea of when you talk about a self-defeating prophecy. I talked about a negative part. I talked about a positive part. So self-defeating prophecy is when you do everything in your power to make it not come true. And in life, we are either running away from God or we are running to God. It all goes back to the genesis of things. We're either running away from God or we are running to God. Amen. And we are trying to escape or we are trying to answer the call that God has on our life. Amen. Today I'm sitting here doing my very best to answer the call in excellence. And I know there's so much more. There's so much more work that I have to do. And you may be in the very same boat. God is calling you to a place. Are you listening? Are you in motion going to what he's calling you to? Or are you in fear? Or are you just in like, that's not me. I don't want to. Because that means you may have to leave some things behind, right? So in Genesis 2, when you look in verses 16 and 17, God gave man instructions, okay? Let's just, like I said, let's go to the Genesis. God gave man instructions to not, hello, to not eat of the tree of good and evil. This is just part of the lesson that I'm going to share. Not to eat of the of the tree of good and evil. And based on the definition of self-defeating prophecy, we can see that in the scriptures, we find that before evil was manifested in earth, before curses entered into the equation, there was only goodness. That's all there was. It was only God. It was only goodness. And God's goodness, he forewarns us 
so that we can continue to have experience fellowship in him. He warned us, hey, don't do that. If you eat of that tree, you will die, right? And I'm all, I'm, I'm even thinking like, did they really know what die meant? Because they never experienced death or die, right? Anyway, moving on, that's another lesson, <laughs> amen. And so God was trying to tell man He was trying to tell man that you have a choice, but if you choose to consume what I have not authorized, you will not experience the spiritual life, that natural longevity as he intended us to have. We missed that. We missed that God was promoting life. We missed that God was promoting life when he said that, and his platform has not changed. He is still promoting life. He is still promoting positivity. He is still promoting good, promoting goodness now. That has never changed. And we can see the fruit. You know, we always say, test it by its fruit. If you have an orange and you squeeze it and 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 um, gasoline comes out, then you you don't you don't have what you say you have. You don't have what it looks like. You have a lie in your hand. That's what I call it. So God, we see that God's fruit of of Adam and Eve was to give them choice to choose life. And so Adam and Eve's decision was to rebel against God's plan. And they entered into a realm of toil, a realm of worry, pain, and loneliness. Amen. And as a result of this, um, as a result of this, Jesus had to sacrifice. He had to go on the cross to mend that and to bring us back into experiencing fellowship with God. It was broken. When Adam and Eve made that decision, it broke it for mankind, broke it for us. And today we have consequences that resulted from their decision. But today Jesus has died on the cross for us. And so today we have that choice to abide in him and then we'll reconcile to him. And if we have accepted Jesus Christ as our savior, we are aware of his love. If you've accepted him as your savior, you have relationship with him and you have an idea of his plans for you and you know what his goodness feels like, tastes like, sounds like, amen. And often, often we fail to understand that when we present the gift of Jesus Christ, when we present it, everyone does not have that same pain to reference. They don't have that same experience that you have. And so they may not get it like you got it right? And so we re- we actually we run, I'm going to use that word, we run into people who are running from God, right? So as we're running to God, we run into people who are running from God. And some of the reasons why people are running is that some of these people see God as their natural father. They don't see him as loving, okay? They, they, they see him as a disciplinarian, who allows bad things to happen, or as a father that is absent in the most vulnerable parts of their lives. That's what natural fathers who miss the mark, you know, so they see God as, oh, okay, yeah, I believe there's a God and all that, but where was he? Well, he allowed this and this and this happened to me. He must not love me as much as you say. Amen. You're going to run into people who are going through that, right? You're going to run into some people who see God as unconcerned, right? They do not understand the battle for souls. They don't understand or they they don't believe that God is omnipotent, that God is the God of God, right? They, They sit there and they believe 
that God causes disease. They believe that God causes destruction, that God causes death and disaster, and he causes people to fail. Some people feel that way for whatever the reason is, right? And then some people, their own, their own experiences, they just relate that to the God that they think they know, right? The God that they think is God, right? A lot of the times, the God that they're dealing with, don't get me started, is a little G God, right? A little G God. Hasatan, we talked about that, right? So sometimes they're getting that confused. And a lot of times that's because there is no relationship. If if, if I have re- I have a relationship with our host, Miss Delois Terrell, right? So if I should get a text, this is one that I use a lot. If I should get a text and it's saying something that doesn't sound like her, like sit like like if it sit, if I get a text from her and it says, Hey, um, I'm on the side of the road, I ran out of gas. Can you send me like a couple of hundred dollars? I'm, I'm far away, you know, from where I was trying to be. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm gonna have to call a tow truck, blah, blah, blah. Can you send it to my my cash app? It's this, 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 this. And I'm like, whoa, wait, I, I, one, I don't even know if she has cash app. Uh, two, you know, two, she, she wouldn't be out in the middle of nowhere. That, that's just not how she rolls, right? And not by herself. So I have relationship with her. So I'm gonna pause and question that. And I'm going to dig into that because I have relationship. I can sense a scam or a scheme, or I can sense a a difference in the tone or just, and that's in a text message, amen. So some people have a point of reference, or I call it a pain of reference uh, that is different from ours, right? And so some people see God as a liar. We talked about how some people see him as a natural father. Some people see him as unconcerned. Some people see God as a liar. Okay, because the enemy has lied to them. Some people, they look at the string of promises, and I use my fingers, I actually use them and make like quotes, that they look at the string of promises that God has for them or that they heard that God has for them and they're disappointed in what they see. Again, relationship, what are you doing? That's what, you know, a lot of what the promises are laid up for us. There's over 200 promises in the Bible, over 200 promises in the Bible for each of us. And a lot of it's conditional, if and if, when and when. Then there's some out there that says, confess my name. You know, when you're saved, we have, some things have happened, have come true just because we believe, just because we have faith. But if you are not for real, then what you're going to see is minimal little and small and so some people feel like they should see a whole bunch up first before they invest anything more amen and that's just how it is just being honest so when people reject God as father and they reject his love and they reject his discipline and his promises which are true and when they rebel then they experience a different type of father and that's where I'm getting to about this other father this different father that's Satan you know Satan will get in your ear. I call it make love to your ear and get you to believe anything. He will get get you to believe all kinds of stuff if you don't have relationship, if you don't have God's discernment, if you don't have God's wisdom in your life. And Satan, or I'm going to say Hasatan, who is all of the things that they have perceived God to be, all of that negative stuff, that's really who they're, they're, they're talking about. We're talking about two different gods. Okay, we're talking about the big G. He's they're talking about the little G when they're talking about all this stuff 
Satan is the one who causes all this chaos. Go back to the book of Job. That's Satan. That's Satan doing all this crazy stuff and and making us think that, oh, well, God doesn't love me because this happened to me and that happened to me. So when they reject God, they are rejecting his promises. That's why they don't see him. When they reject God, they're rejecting his wisdom so that they are unable to experience his truth. Amen. So as the body of Christ, before we try to tackle this issue from our own experience or or I should say words we need to seek. We need, we need to seek God first. That's what I'm trying to get to. We need to seek God first before we even try to tackle these issues from our own experience. We need to seek God and let him show us, okay, how do we have this, 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 how do, how do I go forward with this? This person is saying this and they're saying that. And you know, we have to do everything gentle. We have to do it in love. And like I said, as we're running to God, we're going to cross paths with people who are running from God. And sometimes in our past, that could have been us running from God. I know I was, and I ran into some people who were running to God. And I thank God that they paused long enough, like I was sharing, paused long enough to have time with me and to, and to hear my heart and to hear my mind and to see how they could help me, right? And so before we ever have a conversation with someone they have already experienced conversations, right? I already had heard about God. I grew up, my mom had us in church. We had experiences with God. The thing was that I didn't know him. And when I say experiences, yes, I got baptized 13 times. Yes, I prayed. Yes, I memorized the Bible. That's what I'm talking about. I was going through motions, but I really hadn't had a true encounter with God. So when you're dealing with other people, before you go into a conversation, they've already had those, remember. So they may need to just say, let's have an encounter of truth, truth that will make them free in Jesus Christ. That's important. That's why we have to be in God's face. You never know when you're going to turn around in Walmart, when you're going to some have a conversation at the gas pump, when you're going to be in the library, when you're walking across the parking lot and somebody asks you, can you, can you help them jump their car? You just never know when those opportunities are going to come up. Think about when it happened for you, when you learned, when you really had your encounter of truth, when your encounter about God's truth. Think about how that came about. So God is looking for us to partner with him, to share his salvation, to share redemption. God wants us to continue to run to him. He wants us to keep running to him. We are running to him. He wants us to keep running to him and he wants us to trust him and he wants us to need him and allow him to use us to help those that are running from him. Amen. So God also is using our running away to be a testimony. And we talked about that before too. We talked about a lot of stuff, haven't we? Testimony. Testimony is for others. Our giftings are for others. Our purpose is to serve and we're to serve God by serving others. Amen. It's always about not self. That's one thing about when you are in relationship with God, you got to get out of self, out of ego. I was learning about that too recently. I've been writing a whole bunch I am writing a whole bunch and I'm like, God, which book do you want me to write first? I think I have started like five, amen? So which book? And he just adds to them and I have to listen and wait and say, okay, which one do I put that in, amen? So as we are serving him, he's having us to serve others. And so I just wanna encourage you to keep 
your head up and keep your head strong as you run to him, as you run your race in this life. Amen. Run, Forrest, run. That was the name of this lesson. It was so good. It was so many different parts. I was like, Lord, it ministered to me. It ministered to me before I can minister. And that's how it goes. It it has to minister to the minister before the minister can minister. That makes sense. Amen. Amen. Let us let us go into prayer. Amen. God, we just thank you for this awesome opportunity, this time that we had together today at this moment, whether it's night, day, wherever we're all listening in on. We just thank you for this technology that's allowing this message to go across the ocean, across the airways, across the land, oh God. We just thank you, Lord God. And we just ask that you give us eyes to see and give us ears to hear what you are saying to us. Help us to understand that we're all in different places and different phases of life, but your love is always unconditional and never changing. And so when we encounter someone who does not know you or someone that has wandered away from the truth, they've, 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 they've heard of you, but they've wandered away. Help us to present your truth, not us to them, but help us to present your truth so that they will experience and they will encounter your freedom and they will turn and run back to you. Amen, amen, and amen, amen, amen. All right, so before we go in closing, I just wanna share with you, we still have the Sunday Zoom at 3 p.m. I will definitely, on Sundays, I will definitely put that on the link here and on the Facebook page as well. And remember, you're welcome to, to, to chime in. It's a Zoom call. Just get in on there. And there's a lesson going forward with one of our listeners that she's a faithful listener here on Exercising Your Faith podcast. So she is part of that. She's the one who sent the invitation for any, you know, same thing. We just want us all to be able to have as much, you know, as much seconds and thirds and fourths of a meal that is offered spiritual meal amen i know when i'm working with kids oftentimes you know i'll say let us pass out everything everyone make sure everybody gets some then if they're seconds we can talk about getting some more amen so that's kind of what this is to us right we have church we have podcasts we have conferences and we also have sunday zoom we have all sermons on youtube there's all kinds of ways you can get god's word this is just another way amen so we offer that to you we invite you we're excited that we were invited and we sit in when we can and it's um not as often as we'd like just because god has us doing uh, many things but you are definitely invited to sit in on that zoom and we will leave the link for you to be able to do that if you should choose so amen so you all be blessed continue to take down those giants and we will be before you again in maybe 48 hours. You all be blessed. Shalom.